Hello and welcome to Fairy Gardening Today. I'm Abigail, your fairy godmother and host, and this week we are going to talk about some of the theft that happens within fairy gardening. Theft from humans or animals can happen with our miniatures, and it's something that you can do a little bit of planning ahead to help prevent this from happening in your fairy and gnome gardens. When I go to craft shows and vend there with my fairy garden shop, I often talk to people about this problem, and it has become increasingly difficult to leave our fairy gardens in the front yard. As disappointing as this is, the number one thing that I can say that will help prevent theft from your fairy gardens is to keep them in the backyard or on an enclosed patio or balcony. This keeps passersby from seeing your fairy gardens and being too tempted to leave them behind. They simply see how adorable they are and they've just got to take it for themselves and they just don't think about the loss that it causes us when we put so much planning and thought into our miniature displays. If you must plan your fairy garden in the front yard where passersby can easily see it, you may want to adhere some of the pieces down. Now, I have heard from people some pretty terrible stories about things that they have stuck all the way down into even cement and concrete and they have seen on their video surveillance cameras at a later date people come by with crowbars and sledgehammers and yes bash them out and take them away don't ask me why but somebody had to have their giant mushrooms and came and stole them so keep in mind that if it's out front and people can see it it's kind of fair game but if you want to do a little bit of preventative measure and still have your fairy garden display out front, what you can do is spend like a weekend setting it up in its full entirety and see what the fairy garden looks like where each house and road, path, pond, where everything you want laid out and spend a day doing that and the plants, the whole thing, but make it removable. Then the second day you can put all the plants into the ground, and then plan out all of your display areas into either a cement or a foam or rubber mat, and then place this into the ground. So this way, if someone tries to just pick up a house, they simply can't grab it because it's adhered to everything else. And this is one way that you can stop quick theft now, if they already had planned like the previous thefts that uh, I had mentioned earlier, where they've got crowbars and sledgehammers, you know, they planned that way ahead. But you can do this to stop quick grabbing of a small item and people can't take it so easily. The next best thing is you can also glue the pieces to solid structures. So if you have a gnome tree, obviously you can take the gnome and put it on an extra long pick and set that into a hole that has a bit of concrete or cement. Then you can also glue the gnome tree doors and windows to the tree itself. And in this way, same thing as the previous method, you can prevent someone from quickly grabbing it. And this will help keep your gnome tree also in much better condition because you have solidly placed the items to the tree and to the ground and then you can easily brush off whatever dirt, spray it off, let it dry, and do your maintenance to these pieces outside. And it's pretty simple. That's a great way to do it if you want to have your display put around a tree. 
While we're discussing theft, keep in mind that it's not always humans that take our miniatures. There are certain types of birds, especially the larger birds, like magpies and crows that are very intelligent, and parrots too. They are in huge flocks in my area. People have their parrots escape, and then they form huge flocks of wild Amazonian parrots flying, <laughs> flying the California skies. But these types of birds love to find shiny objects and pretty objects and take them to their nests and to the areas where they sleep. And they are so curious, they may want to take some of your shiny items, such as little fool's gold nuggets or the miniature food pieces or dishes, anything that's shiny. So again, the way to prevent theft of these items is to glue them into large clusters or clumps or glue them to solid pieces to the ground. And in this way, they can't be grabbed by the birds. Now the birds will still come and try to peck at them and pull at them and you'll see them tearing at them. Blue jays too can oftentimes be seen pulling at things in the fairy gardens. And it is humorous, but it does kind of tear them up. So be sure you keep your maintenance of varnish on these items and glue them together. And they do learn that they're adhered down and that they can't pick them up. So don't be afraid to glue them together in large clumps so that they can't be easily flown off with or to glue them down to something solid. Dogs may be our best friend, but for the fairy gardens, if the dog decides that it wants to grab one of your miniatures and chew on it, this can be a real problem. Dogs and cats in the fairy garden can oftentimes cause damage. Whether they run through or they take things and tear them up, cats can often use the fairy gardens as a porta potty, and all of these things can really mess up our miniatures. So there's a lot of things that you can do on the market that are to pre-purchase. Sprays such as Bitter Yuck can be sprayed on your miniatures, but keep in mind if you are handling these like with grandchildren or children and you're going to be touching and moving the miniatures around, when you touch these items and they're sprayed with the some of the bitter sprays that the cats and dogs don't like, it's going to get on your hands and you're going to have that smell and you definitely don't want to get that into your mouth or into your eyes or into any children's eyes or mouth. So this may not be the best choice if you have small children that are working in the garden or you move your pieces frequently. The best thing for dogs is to keep a small fence around the fairy garden and keep the dog out. Now cats are another thing because they don't respect fences and they're sort of king or queen of the hill and they like to go where they like to go. However, unlike dogs, they can be respectful of sounds and sprays. So you can set up little battery operated systems that will either spray a stream of water like a, a motion centered sensor sprinkler and this can keep the cats out of the fairy garden. They'll learn very quickly not to go to that area because they don't like to be sprayed with water or the same thing with sound. If you have a motion detector and then it puts out a loud sound, this will also keep the cats away. So if you have a cat or dog that is in your fairy garden and causing damage, consider one of these options. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Give you a little food for thought to help keep your fairy garden safe and keep all the pieces that you've so carefully chosen in your fairy or gnome garden. Until next week, happy fairy gardening. This podcast was brought to you by Sprouted Dreams. The Shimmering Summer series is coming soon. Check out all the details at SproutedDreams.com.